Hey, guess what, Josh? What's up? We will have football on every weekend from now until Valentine's Day. It's back. It's back. It's back. Fall sports are back. College football back. The Sun Conference is back playing soccer. The Premier League is on. Sports is back. It's over. Postseason baseball. It's here. NBA starts back up. It's almost here. College football. Here. Go Gators. Go Dogs. Go Sun Conference. Go Sun Conference. Go Warriors. Hey. All right. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of Suncast, covering the Sun Conference. My name is Reagan Harrell. Alongside me, the wonderful catcher for your Weber International Warriors, Josh Blackmore. We are very excited. Why, Josh? Because I can do this. Boom. Guess what I did, audience? I just touched them. We are here. It is live. We are in studio. We are extremely glad to be back in beautiful, technically, Lake Wells, but back in school at beautiful Babson Park, covering the Sun Conference. That is off to an extremely hot start in the Sun Conference, Josh. Soccer has taken off well. Southeastern men's soccer started their season off with a big dub over Point University. And women's soccer all across St. Thomas and Kaiser, a little one-two duo, beating the heck out of Viterbo. Viterbo. Viterbo? Viterbo. Yeah, something like that. Doesn't matter. Whatever. They lost 3 nothing and 4 nothing to St. Thomas and Kaiser, respectfully. Scad women's soccer. And a little bit of a hiccup tonight. It took an L to Georgia Gwinnett, but they are off to a hot start. They're 2-0-1. But... We are here to preview three. Excuse me, we have, yeah, we have three, right? Yeah, yeah the, three. the three remaining teams we have not previewed in the Sun Conference: Ave Maria, Florida Memorial, and on Suncast, we uh, I, I, I think we understand where most of our audience comes from. The majority, come, respectfully, come from the Warriors. The Warriors. The Warriors. So that long-awaited review, preview. There are quite, there have been questions that have arised that uh, Mr. Blackmore you will be asked to answer tonight. So, in, in your previous previews, you did have St. Thomas, Southeastern, and Kaiser as L's for the Warriors. This is true. This is something we'll get into later. There are certain guys on the team who uh, definitely gonna want a more in-depth analysis on that one. They uh. I'm just messing with you, by the way. Nobody's really mad at you. <laughs> you look a little nervous. You look a little nervous. We should, we, should, we should have this one on YouTube. We're just doing audio for this one. We will, we will be back on YouTube from here out. But, uh, yeah, stick with it. Yeah, do, do, do what you've been doing. We'll get on YouTube soon. we got some awesome stuff planned. Hey, uh, talk about X today, the X-Man. Uh, X. Talk, yeah, X-Man. We, we should have had X here with us, he but he, he had a very – A very um, – Unfortunate event. Yeah, his dog pretty much tore up all his shit. $1,500 worth of <gasps> stuff. <gasps> I'm so sorry, X. Please <gasps> tune in and listen to this. Oh, God. Yeah. I but, hope your dog is okay because I know you probably laid <laughs> into him. Yeah. But. Responsibly. <laughs> we'll get you on here soon. Yeah, that, that, that was tough. Um, but anyway, talk to him. Talk with Dylan uh, a little while back. Then we're going to do a little thing where you, me, and him go out there and uh, or them. We go out there and. I hit against them and a couple of guys on the football team who are convinced that they can get a dinger off of Dylan and X. As a baseball player, I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, right here, no right way. now. There's I'm no calling, way. I'm calling one of them out. Who are you listen, calling out? I'm call- There's a guy on the football team, one of my good friends, Rocky O'Rourke, thinks he can hit off of these boys. Sorry, Rocky. 
I know we're not the greatest. We haven't really met. We don't know each other, but <laughs> you're not going to hit the baseball off of Xavier Rodriguez and Dylan Martin. That's just not going to happen. If they each – obviously this isn't a scenario that could happen, but if they each threw 50 pitches to Rocky, how many would he put in play? Put in play at least. I'm going at the max five. Five. How much would he? Could he get a genuine hit? No. 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 It, are the pitchers throwing full arsenal? Let's let, let's say it is. It, no, yeah, it's like they're going out there to actually get him, him out. Yes. Yeah, there's no chance. No chance. If I'm behind the plate, there's also no chance because I yeah. I know how to call pitches for both of those guys, yeah. and I know how to get some of the best think, hitters out in the NEIA. So yeah. I for sure know how to get football players out. <laughs> okay, I like this. We're getting a little. Uh, We'll call any football player. I think we can go out there. I think it's going to be hilarious. And um, we are going to do something else for NAISB. Uh, we could be doing something, something very similar with that. But this one I really want to say. I want to go out there just because like, I know. I know I'm not going to get a hit. But Maybe a foul tip? If I get a foul tip, I'm going to be like, uh, what's his name, bench warmers? Um, I tipped David it. Spade. I tipped it. You're still fat. Yeah, you're still fat. <laughs> you're still out. You're all time, all time, all time movie, all time baseball movie. Absolutely, could watch that over and over again. I'm ready for baseball season. Okay, but it's football season. Trying to get jiggy. Oh, I love football season. I love football season. As a baseball player, I love football way more. If I'm being honest. Really? I love to play baseball. It's fun. I'm pretty good at it. I, you know, there I enjoy the time. Yeah. But I would enjoy watching football, talking football, covering football 100 times more. So I'm really ecstatic to get to get going with not only the Sun Conference, but, you know, Division One football, NFL football. My fantasy football leagues are – my draft is this looking? weekend. My oh, draft sure. is this weekend. Buying $125. Ooh. I'm looking to go back-to-back champs. Back I've won back? two out of four – two of the four years I've been in the league, I'm a okay. champ. My team is – I got a chub. Oh, good. That's a good one. That's a good one. I got a question for you off the top of your mind. What NFL division do you think has the most relation to, like, fantasy football names? For me, it's not – It's no. It, there's no doubt. AFC North, bro. Oh, the yeah. Most, the most menacing. Mine, George Pickens menaces. Ooh. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. You want to see my team? Let's see. Your I mean, team. One, this is my first ever draft. First time I've ever done fantasy football. Let me see. I'll give you an okay. analysis right. real quick. Go to my team. All right. Go ahead. Read that one out. Lamar Jackson, good. Dalvin Cook, good pick. J.K. Dobbins, I really like that pick. Stephon Diggs, good. McLaurin, he's a sleeper. A lot of people try to stay away because of the lack of quarterback play in Washington. Also, but you can also Washington. keep the bench. I have other options at Washington. Darren Waller, a really good tight end. Mm. Jameis Winston, what is this? It's like an OP. Like a, we can do like wide receiver, running back, or Okay, so I, in my league I play a flex, but it's you can't have like, a quarterback, though. It's pretty much a flex, plus you can put your quarterback in. Bucks defense, don't like it. Their t- defense is going to be there. Well, I'm going to kind of go week point. by week. And okay, also, yeah. hey, also check this out. And the options, I could pick up the Bengals defense. I'm low-key thinking about dropping Bucks at Bengals. I think that's good. Harrison Bucker, great kicker. I don't know how you got him with this team. Yeah. But we got Robert Woods on the bench, Brandon Ayuk. Amon Ross St. Brown for Detroit is someone that, I think who, you might need to replace McLaurin with, maybe. Th- that's what I'm thinking about. 
Hunter Henry is not a bad backup. Kirk yep. Cousins isn't a bad backup. And I really think James Cook is going to have a great year in Buffalo. Because they've been running back by committee for yeah. for a while. I know Zach Moss kind of took the head, and then Devin Singletary took the head. But James Cook is just so like versatile that he, yeah. could, he, he might snag snaps. Puck, How many teams are in this league? Ten. And I guess what? I have the 10th overall pick in the first are round. Are you playing with, like, football players? Are um, they, like – are they okay up and up top? Like they have yeah, a brain yeah, yeah, or yeah. some of them, some of them, some of them. There's some really bad teams in there, but there are some really good ones. Let me show that, you. that looks like an eight team league right there. It's ten, but there were two auto picks. Two okay, people who couldn't make sense. the draft. Two people couldn't make the draft. Yeah, he, it's crazy. Dalvin Cook dropped all the way to ten. That's stupid. I know he's a top five pick. That's what I'm saying. Like I, every I do, league, I do have some. This might be a bozo league, and if it is, I'll be happy. Just win. Exactly. Just win, right? I will show you there is one really good team that I'm really worried about, but it's it's actually Rocky's team. He has a really good team. It is if I can get it to pull up. He has Kyler Murray at quarterback, Derrick Henry running back, Ezekiel Elliott running back, Debo Samuel, Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, Matt Stafford as his OP, Bills defense, and Matt Prater. It's a good team. Yeah, he's got Michael Thomas, Tyler Lockett, Drake London. Uh, Drake London Mike might Gisecki. be really good. Yeah, I know. And he has Baker as a backup, too. Ah, Baker sucks. Yeah, Baker does suck. Okay, let's uh, let's get potty. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's get, get into it. Let's get potty. Is it, could that be a new, new thing we do? Potty? Let's do film a potty? Nah, squash that one. Yeah, that's not it. That's not that it. one's not, not it. it. No. Okay, all right. I'll be fun first. Because the funny part about that is, is I typed yeah. that to someone, and I read it on mm. the text, and I'm like, no. Who Deleted you? it. Potty? I sent it to Dawson. I was like, I'm going to do a potty, and then I deleted it. And I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. Yeah. Or I'm going to do a pod. Yeah, I'm going to do a pad. I'm going to do a pad. 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 Uh, Podzinski. 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 That plays. There we go. Yeah, that's long. I don't want to tie that out. All right. Ave or Flomo first? What you want to do? Ave. You do Ave? All right. Ave kind of has that old, kind of like, you remember Texas A&M or Ole Miss when they would go and screw around and cause a big upset, or like Iowa would, would cause a big upset. They're scrappy. They're a hard team to beat. They, so they're, they're like a South Carolina in the SEC. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're speaking from experience as a Georgia fan, yeah. That one year uh, when they beat us between the hedges, that was, that was unfortunate. But a big reason they have been so good in the past was Will Tate at quarterback, uh, was a leader, was dominant for Ave. He is no longer there. Um, also along him, their second-leading rusher, Charles Phyllis. He is no longer – yeah, he's no longer – at Ave, he graduated to leaders on that offense. going to be tough for them to replace. But they are returning their leading rusher, um, Joshua Marino. Marino. Marina. What was his stats Marino. from last year? Uh, he averaged about five, car, five yards a carry. Uh, 368 yards. They were kind of running back by committee okay. a little bit. Um, Tate, a quarterback, he could run a good bit too. Um, Sound like a little like a bill scheme? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of like that. Um, they're not really making any huge splashes as far as like who they're going and playing, kind of like how Weber's doing. Kind of like other, pretty much both these guys. Then. Neither one. Well, tell you back, Southern has a – excuse me, uh, Florida Memorial has a huge splash playing Southern. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, they 
do have an interesting matchup against a top 25 Division three team in Salisbury that is in Maryland. So that's going to be a long trip. That is. When is this game? Uh, September 17th. So they, it won't be right too cold yet, but it'll get close. It might be a little chilly up there. I went to Maryland one time. It was in December 2021. Colder than hell. No, dude, it was perfect. It was like perfect weather. 60 degrees. Huh. Overcast. I've never pretty been nice. to Maryland. Pretty cool. Pretty dope. Uh, flew into Philadelphia. And drove to Maryland. Yeah, that, that city uh, is over top. It's kind of like a little gloomy. Yeah. It's a gloomy day. That's what I've heard about Maryland. Yeah, it's all. It's, that's the whole region. Yeah. Imagine living up there. Imagine not being in the Sun Conference. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it'd be hot as hell down here, dude. It is. Yeah. I've been out there working out, hitting, yeah. throwing at the field, and I'm like, wow, I didn't miss this. Yeah, but also, you know what? I, I think about that. I'm like, this is bad. Brother, you ain't never practiced in 13 degrees. And I, and I will never. Yeah. Don't, oh, actually, I'm, I'm going to well, take that back. I'm going to take that back because, like. You never know what could happen. Uh, yeah, but. I don't plan on it. No, in college. Right. In yeah. college, I don't plan on it. Well. Still, maybe. Well, I remember, like, three years ago in Lewiston, it was like. Almost snowed like in the 30s and 40s, apparently. It was freezing the first two days in Lewiston. Really? When we beat Georgia Gwinnett, it was pretty cold. Oh, shit. I get why it's there, for sure. But I wish we could just pick up that environment and just like have it in like, not, not necessarily in Florida, but like somewhere warm. Like Texas. Yeah, Texas. That'd be Georgia. Sick. Georgia. Oklahoma. Something like Low that. Low-key, if they did it at like the, like the Rome Braves, somewhere like that. That'd be sick. That would be sick. Georgia Gwinnett. Would or like Truist Park. Chill. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Chill. I get up in the media box of Truist. I ain't going to know how to act. Um, but no, like seriously, I think Georgia Gwinnett could host. be somewhere to host. Yeah, absolutely. Do it my mouth a little bit doing that, but saying that. But um, let's go ahead and get an Ave schedule. Let you take over from here. Uh, one team we can't, their leadoff we can get into is Madonna University. I don't really know a ton about them. Their NAI program. Uh, but, but let's get let's get into yeah. the to the schedule preview. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you got yours. Madonna right, Madonna University, like we were saying, Ave's crappy, and I think Ave's going to be in much better shape than these guys. That's you know? a tough travel though. But it is it is at their place. But but I like but I like the Sun Conference teams. I feel like the Sun Conference is more. It might be more competitive. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give Ave Maria the win there. Dub. So one and zero, and they travel. No. No, they stay at home against Lawrence Tech. We played them in baseball this year. This one's kind of tearing me, but I I don't know if they're gonna be able to get this one. So no, Lawrence, one, one Lawrence one. Tech is solid. They're 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 a pretty solid team. One and one, then they they head to Fort Lauderdale to to play for University of Fort Lauderdale. That'll be a win. Yes, sir. And then they travel to Salisbury, Maryland, against the number 22-ranked Salisbury. Division it looks three. like the Falcons, but could be wrong. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to handle that. So 2-2. Uh, two and two. And then they host Southeastern. And like I was in our other podcast, I had Southeastern being kind of running this, fairly running this league. So that's an, another loss. So 2-3. Um, and three. Then they travel to beautiful Babson Park to, yes, to play so. Weber. Another loss. I like Weber in this one. Love so that. three and four. No, two and four. Two and four. Then they host St. Thomas, and I'm a I'm a St. Thomas. I'm a home, I'm a St. Thomas bandwagon. So another loss. Boo. Two and five. 
Then they travel to Kaiser. Like I said in another podcast, I have Kaiser's my favorite. Another loss, two and seven. Uh, two and seven. Uh, I think that's right, yeah. Yep. And then they travel to Florida Memorial in Miami in November. I honestly, I like Flomo in this one. Oh! I like Flomo in this one. Flomo's, I think Otve is going to come in thinking that they're going to be able to handle Flomo. I think Flomo's going to give them a little something they weren't expecting. A little Weber last year. Sure. Is that a homecoming also for Flomo? Is it say on there? Oh, no, it's, it's in Ave. No, it's in Miami. No, it's, it's in Miami. So, what if I say th- three and six, and then. No, no it's two and seven. No, it's, oh, yeah, two yeah, and seven. Yeah, yeah, two and seven. And then they host Warner for their senior night, and I like the Gyrenes. Gyrenes. Two and eight. Two and no, eight. three and seven. Three and seven. Three and seven for the Gyrenes. Overall, probably not the year they're looking for. No, it's a step back. Step back. But, I mean, you know, we got three potentially ranked teams, maybe four ranked teams in the Sun Conference by the end of the year, depending on how Weber or Warner does. I'll be honest, a little bit about uh, getting ranked, bro. If you get two L's on your schedule, past two L's, it's, it's, it's tough, especially in the Sun Conference. There's just a lot of really good teams. You know, I, I wish I could stay, get up on the soapbox how I have before. I mean, like, Sun Conference is the best. Unfortunately, I can't really do that with football, man. If we do get four ranked teams, don't get me wrong, I would be – extremely hype and then I would but you know you know what I'm saying a little more hesitant yeah to, it's, to get up it's on tougher because I mean if you look at Division football. 1 football if you have two losses you gotta be really good like yeah. really good so I mean I don't know if that's gonna happen but likelihood of three ranked teams that's likely I, I, I could see that I can see I can see three ranked teams so three ranked losses on your schedule plus the Division 3 ranked team that's four ranked teams so it, three, and, three and seven looks bad but they did. They did have good competition. I'm not saying that Ave is going to get blown out, but I don't know if they can hang on. I don't know if they can compete all the way, all four quarters against these teams. So, you know, my final prediction: three and seven. And, and I don't think that's a terrible prediction because we don't know the quarterback position is a huge question mark for Ave. The the quarterback position is almost make or break for most teams in the country, all the way from NAI up to Division One, even in the NFL. Because you know some of yeah. these NFL teams have excellent. Excellent quarterbacks. I mean, excellent position players. Forty-nine, uh, and they just don't have a quarterback, and they it's, you just can't win. You can't no. win that way. Yeah, I man, that's just the way the game of football's come to. If you don't have an elite quarterback, I mean, it's tough. I mean, Georgia did it, but I think Stetson Bennett is just a step below elite. And but that, but that, that gets it done. Yeah, a step below elite can get it done with the, the people around him. Of all time, that gets it done. But if you have a quarterback who's new, who doesn't really understand everything yet, it's tough to go ahead and beat some of these good teams. Right. But like I said, three and seven. Um, wish Ave Maria best of luck. I'll try and come out to the game at Weber against Ave Maria. So I'm try and come out to some of these games. But I, um, I'll say a team on the schedule that I feel like gets a lot of respect. I mean, outside of um, the top dogs, the the Kaiser, really Kaiser. From Weber, guys, it is Ave Maria. They, they, a lot of guys on the team, like, hey, man, they, they always play as tough. Um, talking to some of the guys, they play as tough. But I feel like it's a, it's a team losing a lot and that toughness. Will it come back? Will the underclassmen step up or whoever they bring in to replace a lot of holes? If they and, step up, Ave Maria could be a team that finishes around or above 500. But I think three and seven—that's not the worst prediction for them. At no, all. I mean you—you you see it all the time. Young guys step up, and that's part of college football because right. you can't have 
a senior loaded team every year. That's just not how the game works. So, you know, best of luck to them and wish them the best. But Absolutely. We'll be covering them. Hopefully they get some uh, gyrings on. Yes. If you're listening and you're, you play football at Avi Maria, please um, hit up the Suncast. Hit up my Instagram, Joshua.Blackmore, or Reagan's oh, Instagram. Hit us up. This. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm playing. Hit, uh, hit us up, um, and we could uh, get you on a podcast through Zoom, and we'll get to talking to you guys, give us a little bit more in-depth about what you, got, what you guys have, and you know maybe a little bit more in-depth analysis of what we might be missing right here from, from like the – Great student section. Great student section. Great student section. That plays a big part. Yeah, it does. Great. And I tell you something. If you're not playing, to hate on, not to hate on Weber. Weber doesn't have the great greatest no. amount of space to host the student section or no. host students in general, no. which I wish we could work on. No comment. But you know, we're gonna we're gonna try and advertise, and if Weber can get some W's early, maybe we start to see a little bit more of a crowd. I, I, so, I like. I kind of like it. Like I kind of like the smaller the, vibe. Yeah, I like it. I mean, and, and when you pack it out. Honestly, like our spring game this year was pretty lit. Like you get a lot of people tailgate. It's just like a big tailgate. Yeah. Plus football. That's, exactly. It's honestly what it is. And just I kind of small, like smaller version. And, I, and, I, and that kind of fits Weber. No, it, it fits any. It eye. does. It fits any. You know it I mean? does. It really Absolutely. does. All right, let's talk about our good friends down south, Flomo. 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 See, Flomo, going to baseball. We we traveled down to Flomo, and speaking from experience, we. You know, we we had heard, you know, Weber had taken care of them, I think, the year before or something like that. They're, they're not a team in the Sun Conference that normally makes a lot of, uh, you know, makes a lot of damage, yeah. creates a lot of damage. But um, we went there and we got upset in the first game on Friday night. And it kind of kind of slapped us all in the face. We are like, what, you know, what's going on? Because we were very, very hot at the time. And then we go ahead and take the last two games, which, you know, thank God. But, you know, I think – that theme fits their school. Smaller school, not a lot of teams, not a lot of people know about them. Just one of those things where you cannot take that team for granted because they will come and sneak you and beat you. Yeah. So going back to last year, tough loss, Ever Waters. Decent game against St. Thomas when they lost by two touchdowns. Um, University of Cumberland's in Kentucky handled them pretty well. Faulkner handled them pretty well. Cumberland and Tennessee, two touchdown game, not a terrible game. Only lost by five to Kaiser, which is pretty surprising. So that that's some hope. Yeah. Kind of got um, stomped by Warner. A big W against Union College in Kentucky. Big dub. Ave Maria. Ave Maria did handle them last year. So that'll be interesting. Um, they did beat the Weber Warriors. Oh, I hate that game. Weber was leading throughout, but they just couldn't finish. And I think that goes back to my original comment about taking someone for granted. I hate that game. So that's that's a big point there. And then the loss Southeastern by three touchdowns, twenty-eight to seven against a powerhouse like Southeastern, isn't the worst thing in the world. They were scrapper team. But going back to their to their their skill players, um, their their leading rusher George Young, eight hundred thirty-three yards coming back, leading passer and Antoine Williams. Only threw for 595 yards, but it looks like they used three quarterbacks. So their leading passer will be back, and their leading receiver, Markel Lee, is also coming back. So having your top three playmakers come back on the offensive side of the ball is always something you would like. So that's, that's something to look forward to. But moving on to this year, they start off with Edward Waters again, and I don't think they're going to let it happen again. So I have Flomo beating Edward Waters starting oh. off the year as 1-0. And then they traveled to Southern University, a big Division One AA test in Louisiana. 
that that's just going to be tough. I have um, the Jaguars of Southern University handling the Lions at a Floor Memorial. Then they travel to Lakeland to take on Southeastern. Southeastern is just, I think there's going to be a little bit too much for them. So one and two. And then they travel to Warner, which I don't think they'll be able to beat Warner either. So one and three. And if I'm not mistaken, I had Warner beating Flomo on the other podcast. Mm-hmm. And if I'm and if I'm mistaken, we can we can make that change. No, but right. um, Sun Conference opener traveling down to Kaiser. Welcome to the Sun Conference. But Boom. Kaiser will will handle them pretty well. You did have that prediction. <laughs> One and four. Then they travel to Warner again. I think I had them winning one and losing one, if I'm not I'm mistaken. Sure. So two two and four. I think you're right. So two and four. Just fact check that for me. Then they travel down to Miami Gardens to play St. Thomas. And my good friend Tyler will lead that offense, and it'll be um, a big margin. Shout so out TT. Two and six. Then they travel to Weber on the Warrior turf. Weber is going to handle Flomo. No, nah, you had Warner sweeping uh, Flomo. Okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll stick with that. We'll stick with that. So one and so that's be one and seven. One and seven. And then they travel to Southeastern again. One and eight. Then they they host Ave. I had them beating Ave. Two and, two and eight. And then they travel to uh, Fort Lauderdale at Fort Lauderdale, and I'll have them winning that one. So three and eight. So Ave and Flomo kind of have a similar year, in my opinion. They're going to have a similar year. But like I said, I mean, Flomo, we're turning the three playmakers on offense. So this could, three and eight could turn into five and five and seven. No, five and six. Five and six. You never know. They could, you know, those guys returning. They're in the system again. You know, they can make some things happen, but... Three and eight is the most likely, and I hope Flomo proves me wrong. You know, I hope they're able to upset some teams because I think upsets make is what makes college football college football. Yeah. So if they're able to do that, that'll be great. And like I said, with the Ave guys, if you play football at, at Flomo and you listen to the podcast, or you follow the podcast on Instagram, reach out to us. We'd love to get you on here, get some more in-depth information about you guys because you know what they give us online is very tough. It we is. only we're only given like minimal information, so we're not able to give the the most in depth uh, predictions. So like I said, you know, hit us up, get us on, we'll get you on here, and we'll we'll talk football, talk Flomo football, and um, give yeah, the audience I mean, a little a little bit of a better understanding of what you guys got going on down there. And that's a, that's as a whole uh, lovely audience. You know, if there if there's stuff we say that you agree with, let us know. If there's stuff that you disagree with, feel free call us out. However you'd like to on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Suncast Podcast. Tag us. Go in the comment section. Uh, call us idiots. Call us wrong. Screenshot things that we say or record stuff or whatever. Just make little mental marks. You know, I don't have a problem with, with y'all holding us accountable. Like if, we, if we say something that you disagree with, call us out, and then we'll see if it comes to fruition. Yes, please, please, you know, please do that because I think that the interaction is what makes this podcast go around. Yeah. And the so, more more of this that we can see and, you know, more of the interaction, you know, the better off, the more it grows. And the more, you know, more we can get talking with different teams and different players and maybe even coaches one day yeah. if we can get a little bit more respect. We we have a coach. Did I tell you about that? No, you did not. I didn't tell you. Um, so I've been grinding on the soccer side of things a lot recently. Um and we have Coach Roberts of Southeastern University Men's Soccer. 
That would be awesome. He uh, he's agreed to come on, so we're just that uh, they're up in Chicago right now, getting ready for a match tomorrow night. And what? You get this fan that's cooking in here. Oh yeah, that's fine. Hey, yeah, do that. My, I'll tell you one thing about um, living. I don't want to say where I live exactly on the podcast, but like th- that thermostat would just go up randomly. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, get get this thing. Uh, to, to, no, over there. This is a great podcast. I didn't have Josh go around my apartment. There we go. It is warm in here. There we go. Good. You also have on a hoodie. And I have on a shirt and a jersey. So, whatever. Um, Okay. We got a timestamp. All right. 28-20 because this is the moment a lot of listeners have been waiting for. And they're probably going to skip this moment right here. So, I got to timestamp it. Josh, it's time. Let's cover some Weber football. It's Weber football time. Let let me start. I'll, I'll give you the floor. Okay. But I'll give you some stopping points where you can hop in. Okay. But we're going to keep your opinions minimal. Okay. Because I we're, got not, we're not going to stir the pot. We're not going to lose respect from our listeners. We're not going to be homers. You're going to be an informant of Weber football. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to analyze. You're and right. I'm going to give my opinions. And there's right. going to be no reaction. There's going to be only listening. And mental notes, if I piss you off or if I make you happy, whatever the case is, mental notes. Right. Tell all your boys, I love it's Weber. Love. I love yeah. all the Weber Weber players, Weber football. Y'all are my boys, even though I haven't met most of you. Yeah. Y'all are my boys. So no disrespect if I piss you guys off, but use the me pissing you off as motivation because I would love to see Weber make some make something happen this year. Oh yeah, oh yeah, baby. So going going back to last year, I got two. I'm getting hyped. Going back to last year. An absolute annihilation, Lindsey Wilson. I guess the defending national champion. The, and the defending yeah. national champion handled rock, Weber 58 to seven. They rock Kaiser just how they rocked us. That's fine. And then they traveled to Georgetown. They came to us. Okay, they yeah. hosted Georgetown. Not a not a terrible game. Lost by ten. That was a tough one. Cody got hurt. Then they played at University of Pikeville and got annihilated. Cody didn't play that game. Either. Then they hosted Southeastern, lost by three, three touchdowns, 21 nothing. Then they um, hosted St. Thomas, lost by three touchdowns as well, which score 27-7 isn't terrible against a team like that. One of those touchdowns was a blocked punt in the end zone. It was a scoop to score. Not one That's part of the game. Part of the game. And then they traveled to Ave Maria University. And got upset. And like we were saying earlier, Ave and Flomar are teams that can do just that and kind of wreak havoc on a team season like Weber, who, according to predictions, probably should have beat Ave Maria, but they didn't because I think there might have been some lackadaisical and some complacency there. So, anyways, they lost 28-13. Not a, not a bad game, but they sh- I think Weber should have won that game. And then they traveled to Kaiser. Lost by three touchdowns wasn't bad, which is not bad at all. Kaiser's elite. Made a tackle that game. And then they um, hosted number 19 Faulkner and had a huge, huge, huge win at home against Faulkner. And then, like I said earlier, traveled down to Flomo and blew it. They blew it. And I think that all goes back to the complacency and, com- you know, everyone comfortable. Oh, we're going to win. We're handling them. We're better than them. And then, you know, they come up and sneak in the butt. It happens, part of the game. I'm a Florida fan. happens to Florida almost every time we have success. <laughs> so I'm very familiar with that. It's heartbreaking, but it's part of the game. And then the biggest game of the year, hosting Warner, an absolute <laughs> an absolute butt-whooping <laughs> of Warner. <laughs> 72-28. to 28. I think that might have been 
the biggest surprise because as a new student at Weber last year, I didn't know much about Weber, and then I saw the posts every week about how they lost. And I'm like, wow, my school is not good at football. And it was unfortunate because I wanted my school to be at least good at football because of, I'm a football guy. And yes. when I saw them end the year on a high note, absolutely kicking the dog crap out of Warner, I loved it because by that time in November, I was aware of the hatred we were supposed to have for Warner. So I appreciated the, the butt whooping. So, I'll love you know, Warner. Weber finished 2-8. and eight. But after doing, you know, doing my research, talking with Reagan, you know, meeting guys, Weber will be returning a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of talent. Yes, we will. So I'm going to give it to you. You inform me. I want you to inform everybody of offense, defense, some, some, some playmakers that you think are going to be key, returners. Just give us a little rundown of who's coming back, who you see being a, like two, play, two offensive players that you see making a big difference, two impact players on the defense side of the ball and maybe a few more guys that are returning that are going to be key, and then I'll go over to the schedule prediction. I think Weber has the potential. I don't want to say be like Georgia, but I think they have the potential to be very Georgia-esque in how they play. The way Georgia played in 2021, I think is a lot how Weber could end up playing. The defense this year is returning pretty much, I think, 10 of the 11 starters, excuse me, 9 of the 11 starters, and have made improvements across the board. They have looked amazing this fall camp. The defensive line might be at the at the top of our at the top. If their injuries happen, there are definitely questions. Uh, also, beginning Noah Breakspear, a huge pickup when we get him back from a foot injury. Hopefully, we'll get them back him back around when we start conference play against Warner after the bye weeks so of late September. Uh, however. The biggest question for will Weber have success this year is definitely in the trenches on the other side of the ball with offensive line. I think running-wise, there's a ton of potential because, dude, Weber's running backfield is very deep. Obviously, uh, we are returning the first-team all-conference, Trevon Bright, in the backfield. He's looked amazing this spring. Held him back just a little bit, nursing a little bit of uh, an injury, but nothing crazy, just kind of – Precaution right before season, yeah. you know. Um, Scarborough has looked awesome in the backfield. A couple freshmen have come in looking amazing. Shout out Juice, who is just a big, big-bodied dude, but he is sneaky fast. I mean, he's kind of a bigger guy, but so it, more of like a Derrick Henry kind of thing. Uh, on, not on really. A scale? He's not as tall. More like a kind of a more a thicker Nick Chubb, okay. kind of. Like sneaky, so physical speed. but can run. Exactly. Like he don't really look like he like he's known for his physicality, but boy, if he gets a step, oh, it's over with. Uh, so two players on offense and defense. I will start defense. I think it is critical how Trent Peacock, safety for Weber, plays this year. He has an extremely high football IQ. And he can help lead that secondary, which is elite, with Joseph Burton. Uh, Mons back there. Kamari, some great DBs. Trent Peacock leading that at the safety position. I think that's essential. I think he will help get us there. Another guy, I'll go the opposite. I'll go defensive line, a guy who is actually banned on Suncastle, friendly bit, who has had an amazing spring so far is Cameron Stevens. I think he is going to wreak havoc. He is allowed to come on Suncast after he wins Conference Defensive Player of the Week. I think that will happen sooner rather than later. I'm really high on him. Um, 
and I think he's going to have a great year. I think he is going to be a problem for tackles all year. Um, and then on the offensive side of the ball, I think Jacob Moss is our best receiver. We had him on. He, it is his last year playing college football. He broke the Weber scoring touchdown record, I think, with 10 touchdowns last year, and I think he'll do it again this year. And he will do that because of Cody Braden at quarterback. Cody's essential to what will happen, but my other player to watch is definitely Trevon Bright. Uh, I mean, first team all-conference, Weber is only first team all-conference player last year. He's coming back with an offensive line, which is improved from last year. I could definitely say it's an improved offensive line. And also, offensive, our offensive line is kind of, has kind of been great on the scale this preseason, or excuse me, this fall camp, because they, they're going up a really good defensive line in Weber's defensive line linebackers. But from skill position, I'm extremely excited for, from what Weber's got. And with that, I will give you the floor and let you talk Weber football. So, sorry for the, sorry for the break, but um, going into the, to the new season, Florida hosts Lincoln University. Lincoln University, new, new program. Not very good, but we have, I have – We don't know a ton about them. We have like, they had a, they struggled last year. You know, Weber's a lot guy. of returning. So, I have Weber starting the year off hot. W, 1-0. Then they travel to Cumberland University. I've seen some Sun Conference teams lose to them, but also beat them. They're not the good Cumberlands. They're the one from Tennessee. I have, I'm going to slightly be a little bit of a homer, Mm. but I'm going to go Weber W, 2-0. And then they host University of Fort Lauderdale. How about Atlantis? Scrimmage. Scrimmage? Yeah, Yeah, I don't care. We're going to beat them by 80. And then they host University of Fort Lauderdale. So Weber is going to start off the year 3-0. And then they're going to travel to Lakeland Christian School to host the newly ran Warner University football team. And I like Weber again, 4-0, 4-0. And then the moment, the matchup everybody's been kind of looking for, one of the two, one of the three. They travel to Southeastern. Going to be a really tight game. I like the fire, though, 4-1. Then they host Ave Maria University. I don't think Weber slips up this time. They're going to take this one serious. Coach is not going to let them. Not going to let them be complacent. So another win. Five and one for the Warriors. Then they host Flomo. Host Flomo in a Sun Conference affair. Weber also not going to let the slip up again. So six and one. And then they host Virginia University Lynchburg. And Weber's just going to ride it out. The hot, being hot. Another win. Oh! Seven and one. Loving it. Then they travel to. St. Thomas, and I think St. Thomas is going to come for blood as their starting quarterback was on the podcast. TT. You know, Weber football player on the podcast. That was a fun podcast. So, See But I have, uh, I have Weber losing that game. St. Thomas is going to beat them by probably two touchdowns or more. Mm. And then they host Kaiser University, and Weber is going to come for blood because I think that's the make-or-break game on their season at this point, riding into this game 7-2. and two. And with an upset – of the Kaiser Seahawks. Weber, with that, Weber could have a chance of making the playoffs, but I don't know if they can make that step just quite yet. So I have Kaiser beating Weber. I think it'll be close in the first half, but I see Weber's running game kind of taking over and they handily beat Weber. So 7-3, and three, really, really, really good year for Weber compared to their 2-9 and nine record last year. You know, I'm, 
I'm pulling for pulling for my guys. I'm gonna come watch some games. You know, get to know some football players. You know, if you ever see me on campus, whoever football players, feel free to introduce yourself because I'm not sure who everybody is, and I'd love to know so I can, you know, I'd be face the names. So when I look at the stats and you had a crazy game, I can see you on Monday at school and come up to you, dap you up, tell you good job, this and yeah. that. So I'd love for that to happen. Um, and personally, I mean, my, my, my boys that play, uh, I've talked to a couple of them. Uh, you, you re really do. I mean, Josh, he, he, he's pretty easy to recognize. Pretty boy, blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, he's a good guy. Brunette, brunette hair, not and, necessarily blonde. Yeah, but All right, whatever. But uh, is it? Is, you're always wearing a hat. It is more brunette. Okay. Anyways. Earrings. Uh, earrings. You're always going to wear his F-boy earrings. <laughs> um, but he's, he's a good dude, and uh, it had been hard for me to get started with this or get started broadcasting if the baseball team wasn't as welcome, welcoming and cool with me way back when. So y'all do the same to Josh. He's a pretty good gay when you get to know him. He's a Florida fan, though, so, I mean, you know. you know. If you're a Florida fan, we'll get along really well. It's tough yeah. to get along with Reagan sometimes. I want to <laughs> yeah. I want to give him the one-two punch when he talks crap about my Gators. But, you know, I can live with it because Reagan's a cool guy. Consider yeah. one of my good friends here at Weber. I'm Absolutely. i friends with Reagan forever, so. Um, um, my, my, my first reaction, I mean, seven and three, eight and three, technically, you won't count that Atlantis game. I, it's tough to be like, oh, man, we're going 10 and one, 11 and 0, whatever. And I mean, when we went two and nine last year, we're in the second year of Coach P. We're bringing a lot back. So I definitely think we want to see improvement in some way. That's the number one thing. Do we get better from year, from here, bless me, last year to later to here, last year to this year? I think we will, and I'd love I'd love to say yeah we're going eleven and zero or ten and zero. And that that's the that's the teammate in you, and that's the competitiveness in yeah. you, and that's the the I love my team, I trust my team, I believe in my team. But that's where I come into place. Mm -hmm. Someone who's not on the team, I still go to the school, but I'm a realistic person yeah. because I'm a with Weber baseball. I'm not going to say we're going to go fifty five and zero. No, that's ignorant because yeah. baseball and football are the same way. Yeah, slip up happen. Teams come out for blood, especially, for example, like the Warner game. They're probably going to come for blood against Weber because Absolutely. they beat the, the dog breaks out of them. You know, like, and teams are going to come for us in baseball. It's the same way. You're going to get everyone's best when you play, especially with this podcast. You know, you got a Weber football player on this podcast, so they're, they're going to want to try and beat the guy who runs the podcast. You know, they're going to have a little bit more of a competitive edge. But I, I really like the, the, re the returning pieces, you know. And I said it a few episodes ago, but I really think that these guys are going to be in some incredible shape because I watched the way that that, that strength and conditioning coach and I believe D-line coach. Yes. I, I saw the way that he coach attacked Craig. attacked the you know the workouts and the conditioning because as, as the baseball team was going in for our 7 a.m. lift, I saw the football players running out to the turf for their conditioning at around 6.45 a.m. And you didn't see guys dragging butt. You seen guys running out there excited to yeah. get in shape. And I think that's the part that a lot of strength and conditioning coaches and a lot of strength and conditioning programs miss is that part that they're not able to get their guys fired up for it. But I think that this coach drilled into their brains of how important it is. And I can say it myself. Shout out to Tomaz. If you ever listen to one of these, I doubt you ever will. But <laughs> Tomaz, I have to give him so much, so much thank you and respect for getting us in shape because I don't think we would have been able to do what we did this year and make it to Lewiston if it wasn't for – for Coach Tomas, and I'm forever grateful for that. And I think that the Weber strength conditioning coach for football is doing the same kind of work with, with those boys. And I'm excited to see them go all four quarters, balls to the wall, and I'm really excited to see, you know, 
how they attack this this football season. And I'll be watching. I'll be watching either on the live stream or I'll be at the games. I'll be checking the stats. And I'll be rooting for you, pulling for you every game. And yes, sir. I hope you guys prove me wrong and go 11-0 and, and, yes, sir. and shock the world like Weber Baseball did. So Absolutely. And, and I can say just from a first-person point of view, Coach Craig is doing an incredible job of strength and conditioning. How far we have come since he took over in January uh, of this year is remarkable. And he has done a wonderful job. Everyone on the de defensive line loves him. It's, it's no coincidence why I said I think our defensive line is what can make Weber football elite this year. And, and he's the coach of that defensive line. I love Coach Craig. He, I've had him on the Warrior Pulse podcast, and I, I would love to have him on uh, Suncast. I think that would be a very fun interview. He's a very fun guy, very energetic. Love Coach Craig. Uh, I made him spit out his water the other day. He, he posted something on Instagram for a wedding, and he, he said the caption was, it was him and two of his best friends. He's, the caption was, they asked for a shooter, all three of us going to stand up. And he – he was in the locker room. He drank some more. I said, like, yo, Coach Craig, they asked for a shooter. All three of us going to stand up. He just spit water all over the and, place. And I Love think there's man. no coincidence of him saying that. I think that's the kind of dynamic oh, he's, he's created. Oh, he's a dog. Oh, he's a dog. That's Co what I think that, that's the kind of dynamic he created with the World Football Team. If like the Same thing with that comment. He's All the oh, boys are going to be you know, back each other up, and it's going to be balls to the wall football. He's instilled that brick by brick mindset. Every day is another brick, and it's got to be solid. You got to lay that foundation every day. That's what we've been doing ever since January when he took over. And Coach P, everything he's done in the spring, his first full season being the official head coach, a lot of the coach staff coming back, a lot of the players coming back. It's been brick by brick, building up Weber football, and it's about to come through this Saturday, 1.30. Sun Conference football is back. Weber's football is back. Josh. I love you, brother. Love you too, man. It's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. Audience, love y'all. That does it for another episode of the Suncast Podcast. Y'all have a good one. Next time we're on, we will have reviews. Of we will have the first week yeah. reviews. Oh, boy. Love y'all. Have a good one.